Are you stressed, full of anxiety? Your mind never seems to be calm or at peace? These are all caused by elevated cortisol levels. Cortisol is the hormone that's responsible for stress and is one of the few that increases with age. It's believed that high cortisol levels lead to aging and over time, cortisol can damage your brain, muscles, bones, skin, and even your immune system. Gerovital H3 is used for lowering stress by reducing cortisol. Call Primrose Leaf today for Gerovital H3, the real GH3. Call 844-376-0007. With us today is actor Austin Basis, one of the hardest working actors in Hollywood. He is currently known as Alvin on the award-winning comedy series, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Austin is best known as the breakout comedic star on CW's Beauty and the Beast, as well as a series regular on his role of the CW's Life Unexpected. But Austin's acting resume is so long, it's worth a read on IMDb. Also, diagnosed with type 1 diabetes at a young age, Austin is a strong advocate for the T1D research and is currently a celebrity ambassador for the Juvenile Diabetes Research Foundation, for which he is very passionate about. So without further ado, let's welcome actor, ambassador, and comic book writer, Austin Basis. Welcome, Austin. Oh, thanks for having me. Well, what, what's it been like playing Alvin, the writer of the show on uh, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel? Uh, it's, it's been a, it's been a bit, bit of a dream, a wild ride, a little uh, roller coaster early on auditioning and kind of the back and forth and up and down. And, you know, within a couple of days after I got the part, I'm on the ice at Rockefeller Center uh, with a mustache and a comb over. <laughs> um, and having fun with, uh, you know, the characters on a show that I've watched since the beginning and I'm a huge fan of. So it is definitely a dream and it kind of brings me full circle to my early days in college doing Neil Simon plays where I'm a guy from New York, pretty close to Brighton Beach. And one of the first plays I did was Brighton Beach Memoirs. Um, and so that was, you know, 25 years ago at this point. Um, and, or maybe even more actually 1996, geez. Um, but like being in LA and, you know, kind of somewhat disconnected to my New York roots, uh, to get an opportunity to kind of go back to my hometown, live and work on a show like the marvelous Mrs. Maisel was, and is still, uh, a wild dream come true. Well, what's it like coming into the final season as a guest star? Of the of this extremely popular series, I think I'm I think it's Amazon Prime's biggest television series to date. Versus stepping into a role from the beginning, like Beauty and the Beast, for example. Uh, it you know definitely much more challenging. Whereas like there's nothing written in stone when you're creating a character in a pilot, and honestly, you're getting paid way better. Um, but it, it's also you're there at the 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 birth of the series. You're co-creating it with the writers and the producers and the, the director. So um, stepping in uh, to a series, especially when they're in full stride and full swing in the final season and they're gaining momentum to cross their own finish line, you're just starting and you have to, you know, it's like those cartoons where you like try to catch a moving train um, or the old, like, you know, uh, Buster Keaton things where you're like, you know, trying to hitch a ride and like, um, you just got to keep up until you run, you're running pace with 
with the you know the tempo, especially in a show like this where they speak really fast. I'm someone that you know is a little slower, and even though I'm from New York, I've kind of like slipped back into my the LA norm of maybe talking a little slower than most of my friends from New York, and uh, just life is a little different, and so stepping into the whirlwind of uh, the world that is, you know, Mrs. Maisel is, uh, was daunting, intimidating, but, uh, very, you know, very thrilling, um, to do. Well, is it like, you know, you had, so the, so the series has this incredible synergy, but for you being a guest star coming into season five, was it like you said, it was being daunting. Was it more like coming in there not to mess that up? Pretty much. Yeah. I, I'm a huge fan of the show. And it's like, I've, I've been on, like, I've gotten lucky enough to uh, be, get cast in shows that I love, you know, like, and I'm huge fans of, and um, almost for my own sake, but hopefully not for anyone else. I watch it after I'm on it and it, it kind of ruins it a little for me. Um, and uh, I also don't want to mess up a good thing, you know, like, I don't want to be the reason this is the, the, you know, someone's like, Oh my God, it's the worst season because of this guy. Um, you know, uh, but I think, you know, this is one of those few times where I don't feel that I've seen the episodes I've seen, um, how it all comes out, especially now when, you know, all the episodes one episode away from the finale, um, that it, I, I could be proud and confident that I blended with the world and i know the skill of amy sherman palladino and dan palladino and the creators and uh cast and crew of this show that if if i was cast in it then they believe that i could do it and um and just seeing it from my own eyes because my level of quality and taste is i feel much higher than most people from the outside so I am my my most uh, uh, my biggest critic, so uh, I feel feel like I had confidence in Amy and Dan and everyone else that uh, it, they weren't going to let us move on unless they got what they wanted. Um, and sometimes you don't always feel that way, um, but in this case, I did, and and it it has proved to be true. And it almost gave me an advantage because as a fan, I was able to see everything from behind the scenes and see, you know, see how everything was done, you know, how the sausage was made and, and see how good everyone really is acting from writing, acting, you know, cinematography, the cameramen, props, costumes, I mean, just unbelievable hair, makeup, it's just top to bottom, it's the best people in the business. And to see that from the inside, and, you know, kind of now, as a fan, watch it, I could appreciate it that much more um, when that's not usually the case. Well, how are, I mean, are you getting a lot of feedback from the fans saying, no, don't end the series. We want to see more seasons. Well, I am one of those fans. That's like, you know, I, I want to see more. Um, but uh, you know, it's, I, I know how it ends and I know that it does end. And so, um, cause I was there. Uh, so um, it, I feel like, it's not, it's not ending because of me. Like I just came on in, you know, like, like again with the train, the last stop on the, uh, the, the train, 
you know, pulling into the, uh, the roundhouse or the, uh, the, the final stop. And, um, that was, uh, lucky, but also, um, you know, unfortunate as, as a fan that I, I don't get to see more. Um, the only thing I get to see is the stuff I already knew about, but, um, uh, it's so much more fun to, to see it happen because to be there at a table read is fun. And, you know, hearing everyone do their parts of the, the, the episodes, but then we go off and do our own parts. Like everyone does their own little scenes and then kind of like getting lucky enough to kind of see it all come together and enjoy the other scenes as, as an audience member. It was, you know, um, I, I, you know, I can't say enough about how awesome that was. Well, you know, I'm, I'm wondering how Amazon prime is going to top this series it's, I mean, it's reached the hearts of America. Everybody loves every character. And and I can see why fans would definitely want more. But like you said, you know, you know how it ends and it ends. And, uh, and you know, a lot of these series that we're seeing today, they're not lasting eight, nine, or ten seasons. They're coming in at, coming in at two, three, like this one, five. So uh, it's just giving us enough. But the great thing is, is it's very easy to binge watch. Yeah. And I think that too is, is the, the idea that it's a comedy, but it's an, usually an hour long episode. So you have, um, I think they said 45 episodes or something over the course of the series that, um, at any time, any, any point, um, I can go back. Anyone can go back. Even while I was on the show, I went back to watch the pilot to like, you know, check, you know, recalibrate myself and check, check my own, um, you know, level of, you know, like the, you know, changing stuff on the dial so that when I entered this world, I, I truly understood, you know, the, you know, the, the time period one, but also the, you know, the, the energy level that I was entering. And so, uh, yeah, that's the best part about streaming is that, um, that it's always there hopefully and if it if they don't want to if they don't want to pay the actors or the writers as we are in a writer strike right now um then ideally a show like this or beauty and the beast or any number of other shows that i've done will find a new outlet because there's a demand you know we still live in a capitalist society so supply and demand and you know people need entertainment people need to find ways to escape the, you know, the, the, the down part of life or, you know, find their pastime in watching shows or their favorite characters, you know, stuff, shows like this really bring joy and entertainment to people um, and nostalgia for people who existed and lived during this era um, or people that would, would have loved to live in New York at this time. But um, it's, it'll always be there ideally for people, uh, to to escape into and it's it's truly a world they built you know yeah it is a it's literally a world that they built because when you watch the series you are literally taken back in time uh and and i think that's one of the most enjoyable parts it's not so modern you know we get to step back and i think that's the beauty of television and uh, but i want you to kind of explain to all of us very quickly here you work as a celebrity ambassador for the Juvenile Diabetes Research Foundation, and uh, you are a so you you have type one diabetes. 
Yeah, I was diagnosed uh, uh, about two weeks before my ninth birthday. Um, and I, as a, you know, 46, going to be 47 this year, uh, I, I've had it, you know, going on close to 40 years at this point, 35. Um, and, uh, and so uh, the, the lifetime that I've had with diabetes to watch this, the technology and the improvements that have been made um, are a large part due to the efforts of an organization like JDRF, Juvenile Diabetes Research Foundation, and as a figure in the public eye, being on TV and, you know, being someone that kids could look to. I didn't have that when I was a kid. You know, there wasn't that. I mean, I'm sure there were type one diabetics, but there weren't people out there that I could look to whether an athlete or an artist or singer, actor, um, even doctors to say, oh, I could do that. Like if I have type one diabetes, I could do that. And so um, that's part of, you know, my my effort and my my inspiration to to do this, to kind of inspire others and to, you know, let kids know that this is not, you know, even though it's a lifetime illness, there's no cure that it's not a life sentence um, that they could that they could live a normal life, you know, happy, happily married, you know, and have the career or life they want, um, especially now with all the, the technology and advancements that, you know, the, the government and, you know, JDRF and scientists have made all this, you know, all these improvements and technologies, there's no reason why you can't do anything you want. And so um, that's part of my initiative and my my hope with talking to kids and even adults with type one that you know it, it is actually i've always looked at it as a strength you know or like a secret weapon uh and uh has helped me overcome a lot and also um inspired me to overcome it so much so that it it um it set me up for success in my you know current field of choice well, Austin, you are definitely an inspiration to a lot of those that suffer with type 1 diabetes. And I was also impressed. What inspired you to write a comic book about teens with disabilities and chronic illness? Well, actually, I, I, I you know, I, I grew up, you know, a fan of Superman and Batman. And, um, you know, especially as an actor, the Superman movies, Christopher Reeve and, um, you know, I was a kid when all these Superman movies came out. Um, and then ultimately the old Batman movies with Michael Keaton, who's reprising his role, um, coming up. But, um, I, I, in my, uh, my duties as a JDRF ambassador, uh, I met a kid that had an insulin pump. I have an insulin pump and a continuous glucose monitor. And these are like, you know, medical instruments that help you, balance your blood sugars and, and your insulin intake so that you could live a normal life and have similar numbers to someone without diabetes. And so he's a kid, he was like eight or seven. And he would tell his friends that he, you know, this, you know, like other kids don't know what a, an insulin pump is and some adults don't. And so he would tell his friends he was a cyborg. Um, and so I was like, that's an interesting, that's an interesting, entry point to uh, a hero story of 
you know, someone with a chronic illness and in, in our case that we, we wrote about a disability that that specific disability or, or chronic illness could be the source of their superpower. And so from there, you know, a character, you know, named Cyabetes was created, uh, a, you know, kid with diabetes that melds with his insulin pump and continues glucose monitor and becomes a cyborg or a teenage, a teenage cyborg, tween age cyborg, and, you know, hence Cyabetes. Um, and then we have other characters that in this mythology we've created about, you know, kids with disabilities and chronic illnesses whose perceived weaknesses, you know, uh, become their greatest strengths. And in this case, superpowers. I love that. I think Marvel, if you're listening, I think there's a new movie coming and you had the writers right here, Austin basis. And Austin, I want to thank you for honoring us with your time today and much, uh, success to you, uh, after the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. So ladies and gentlemen, if you have never seen the marvelous Mrs. Maisel, it is binge-worthy from beginning to end, and it's available right now on Amazon Prime. And again, Austin, thank you so much for joining us. And uh, again, much success to you with all of your efforts and endeavors. Thank you for having me again. You're very welcome. And ladies and gentlemen, I will be right back with more. There are three common forms of hair loss in women. No matter what type you have, they aren't something you should have to suffer with. Hair Active from Primrose Leaf helps slow down hair loss and provides your hair and your scalp with proper nutrition. Join the thousands of people who are back to combing and brushing their hair again. Hair Active strengthens hair, improves texture, and increases fullness. Call Primrose Leaf today, 844-376-0007. That's 844-376-0007. Or visit us at primroseleaf.com. 